It is showtime, baby. Here we go. Live in the entertainment capital of the world. going on he's feeling it and you can see he's rising to the occasion it's the tc martin show it's time to get your daily prescription from the doctor tc martin this is your captain baby hey come with me the doctor is now in tuesday afternoon oh yes hour number two and we'll have some more terrible tuesday takes coming your way Appreciate Steve Tasker joining us in hour number one, the Buffalo Bills Wall of Famer. See, they don't call it the Hall of Famer. They call it the Wall of Famer. There's a lot of a lot of uh, franchises do that. I, mean, I don't know if I like it or not. I right, appreciate Steve Tasker for joining us. And again, you can hear that interview up on the website, tcmartinshow.com. Wherever you get your podcast, go check it out there. And of course, you can get through it right at the website at tcmartinshow.com. All right, we continue on here in uh, hour number two. We'll talk a little more NFL playoffs with you. We'll talk some hoop because the big seven-footer is ready and joined us. I think he's loosening up. He's got the back ready to go. He's he's ready to fire. What's, oh, we got the twist going? Is that what we got? All right, making his way down the aisle to the dance floor. Walker or not, I have no idea. The big seven-footer, the five-time NBA champ. In Chicago today, Big Bill Cartwright. What do you got, Chubby? You know, this is in Walker. No, I'm not quite ready for the Walker. Yeah. I am slowing down. Hey, I was talking about Skywalker, your buddy, Kenny Walker. I was talking about him. How's that? Oh, well, that's, that's better. Daryl Walker. That's There's better. another. Give me another Walker. How about Junior Walker? You know Junior Walker and the All-Stars? Jim Walker and the All Stars, of course. There you go. There you go. And then there's your boy Chubby Checker. Your boy. Your guy. You're twisting right now, aren't you? Yeah, maybe if you twisted a little bit. We talked a little earlier. You're having a bad back. I never maybe have bad back. I, yeah, I got a rare bad back today. I don't, I don't know what it is. I don't know. See, maybe, maybe you should twist a little bit. Get up and twist, maybe TC, you right twist now. Maybe, maybe it was those uh, maybe it was mattress exercises. I don't know. Uh, yeah, something. There you go. Throwing, I'm twisting. I'm twisting. There you go. There you go. Now, now, now you're loose. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the lovely Michelle over here gave me uh, some. Uh, what she gave me some CBD oil. I don't, do you do you think that works, Bill, or you just go old school ice in heat, or what do you think about the the CBD products? For I've used that before on on some aches and pains on my neck. Remember, I use that RVD. Yeah, CBD is good. I, I use that all over my body, my feet. As you know, a lot of athletes have trouble with their feet. Yeah, yeah, you got athletes' feet. Uh, That's what you got. Oh yeah, yeah. Nubchuck, where are you at? Jeez. I've, I've, I've had some pretty big guys stepping on my feet, so yeah, you're gonna have some feet problems. Yeah, I've seen those size uh, 18s problems. before. That's uh, they're not they're not pretty. No doubt, keep those covered up. Yeah, especially as you get older, <laughs> and you should know your feet are gonna grow. <laughs> so whatever size shoes you're wearing now, five years from now, you're gonna be wearing a size larger. I said that's just what happens, unfortunately. But I, when I came into the league, I was wearing 15s. 
Really? Now I wear now I wear an eighteen. <laughs> I was going to so, ask you who had bigger feet, you or or a Bob Lanier? Well, Bob Lanier has has bigger feet. I wouldn't ask. Well, he's passed now, yeah. but uh, I, I, I wouldn't ask him about that because that's that's kind of a sore subject. But uh, <laughs> really, I mean, as as, as as you get older, your 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 feet are definitely going to grow. So you better get ready for it. Your feet, you, and then you get older, you're gonna have hair growing out of everywhere, <laughs> and uh, you just gotta you just gotta groom yourself every day. It's it's kind of a nightmare. Where, where did this where did this come from? I thought. Let's see, I thought maybe you know that people people shrink, you know, when they get older. But you're telling me their feet actually grow larger. So parts of your body shrink larger. and others grow. Interesting. We go larger. You know, you just start getting equipment. You start getting uh, uh, grooming equipment. <laughs> you're going to have hair out of your nose, have hair out of your ears. Uh, and then the, the, the worst thing, and all of a sudden you look at your arms, you got gray hair on your arms. You're oh, like, one, see, I'm not that old. What is no, going on? Now, now, you, better, you better get ready for it. Now, does that mean if you got hair growing out of your ears and all this other stuff, you're talking, does that mean you got good testosterone? Because I heard that there's a correlation between testosterone and hair. So is that the dealio with that? Well, well, I hope if, if that's a, if that's how it uh, lines up, <laughs> I, I, I sure hope that's the case. Because I don't want to lose any uh, um, any T power. Exactly. <laughs> because um, because you, you you definitely lose that. So. Uh, you got to exercise. Take your vitamins. I, I, I take a multivitamin yeah. every day. I've been in doing that lately. That's, you're right. And that, that, that helps, definitely. There you go. Multivitamin, vitamin C. You got to do what you got to do. I, I, I try to go to a chiropractor. I, I, I love acupuncture. Um, whatever oil you got to use, CBD oil. Uh, use, use it all. You just try to, try to make yourself feel good so you can walk around. Any truth yeah. of the matter that uh, that uh, that mango helps uh, your testosterone? Now that, that's what George Costanza and Kramer said. That's, any, any truth to that? Well, I think it's more of a psychological thing. I'm not, uh, I've never used that, um, but um, um, sometimes you wake up and uh, all of a sudden you're sleeping. <laughs> You get a good eight hours of sleep, and then now, you, you know, like you, you wake up, your back's killing you. <laughs> and it's like, I didn't do anything last night. That's why I went to sleep. <laughs> now, and now, all of a sudden, you got an injury. You're just getting old, pal. That's, that's what it's all about. Getting old is no joke. <laughs> hey, gotta, I can still go down and do the splits with the best of them, okay? Don't you forget that. You remember that, okay? Well, my advice to you, no splits. <laughs> just, uh... Um, you know, maybe do some yoga or something, uh, anything. But uh, you can't do what you used to. You can't run as fast as you used to. Uh, you, you know, you jog, you walk. You see the people on the street, old people. They they walk, and that's what that's what it's all about. Just just keep moving. <laughs> and, and even don't get injured because you can pull a calf muscle. I remember I played tennis. I was playing tennis. Competitive. I had a great shot down the baseline for a winner. Pulled my calf. It took a, it took a year to heal. <laughs> so I'm just telling him, 65 now, dude. Ooh. Those plays, let it go. 
Great shot. And he just poured it to your opponent. Great shot. Let it go. You're getting old. That I is. You got a bad back. You got a bad back. It may be time for you to do some yoga, dude. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. There is our health update from the big seven footer, Big Bill Cartwright. That's right. Health, vitamins, feet, testosterone. Yeah. He's, he's the now health expert. There we go. We appreciate that, man. There you go. More French yeah. onion soup or lobster bisque. That's what I think. There you go. How's yeah. that? That'll cure anything. Either or, like I said, you know, you're blessed because you are, you know, you're, you're a, 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 a slim guy. You're very lucky. Now, now most of us old athletes, because we, we used to work out three times a day. And it's funny because my wife always talks about, why is this guy's in terrible shape? I'm like, hey, that dude can't move. <laughs> Working out three three times a day, and now I can barely move. What do you expect him to do? It's just that's, that's just life. Just keep moving. Hang in there. Try to stay somehow, stay positive. But uh, uh, everything changes, man. You're getting older. So listen, so, you know how enough of that. Numchuck, you know how he is with you. He just uh, loves getting your your old stuff. I mean, he's got the old. Cartwright. Oh, I'm not buying these. It, well, hold on. You got you got the Cartwright USF jersey, which you bought. Okay, correct. You, you got that. All right. You, you you took the guy's hat during the parade. Correct. Uh, you know, many years ago, and now yeah, I still want that back. Yeah, he still wants that back. Uh, good luck with that. And now he had just pulled up on his trusty computer here. Bill Cartwright signed game used New York Knicks sneakers. Uh, so I guess, you know, here's us talking about feet or your feet and he finds some used game used game worn Bill Cartwright autographed shoes. I kind of like these shoes. I mean, they're the old Nikes of the white. Do you remember them? Uh, with the white uh, Nike swoosh, but they were the real high tops to protect the ankle. I like that. But Numchuk's point to what you're saying though. Do you see how used those are? How used? Like, yeah. How, how many games, uh, did you, did you use that? Oh, was that like a full season back in the day? What the best Nick years, you know, you had fewer shoes. Yeah. But, but for playoffs, playoffs, you, you had a new pair of shoes every game. Right. So, um, yeah, I, I I went through a lot of shoes. That's what it's all about. Where you just grab a pair of shoes. Uh, next playoff game, you got to have a new pair of shoes. You know, we're you know that's back in the day when you're moving pretty fast. You're running into some pretty big dudes. Uh, a lot of collisions. Uh, you got new shoes every day, so um, a lot of shoes out there. So uh, are those mine? Yeah, I don't know. Well, you signed him. You signed him. So, well, I don't, I don't know. Now some guys got him on know. eBay, and Numchuck wants to buy him. Numchuck, how But see, Numchuck, you're not a Knicks guy. I mean, I'm, I'm not a Knicks. No, I'd go for the Bulls ones. You go for the Bulls ones. Oh, yeah. I'm sure you could. And, and I would find a pair that's not, looks like they've been eaten. <laughs> well, th- that's got to be 1979, right, Bill? Yeah. That's got to be like 79, 80, right there. Those are Nick years. That's some old shoes. Yeah, that's that's the first year I was in a league. Those are terrible shoes, by the way. Yeah, yeah they didn't look. They didn't look those, are, those are horrible shoes. Those shoes <laughs> demolished my feet. Uh, I mean, you know, on and, the and, garden and, floor with that with those things, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, we were we were playing back in the day where uh, you know you, you it, it it took you a half to break those shoes in. 
those, those are some really hard ass lousy shoes. Now, did you have like so, pra- did you have like practice shoes that you only wore for practice, or back in those days were you wearing wearing the the what you wore for game day during practice as well, or were they totally separate? Yeah, you would wear them, in, but then um, in in the game you try to bust out a new pair of shoes. You always knew when they were ready because they were really worn out. And uh, I did have a couple of occasions where I had a couple of blowouts <laughs> on some of these shoes on, on the older ones. They, 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 they really hurt. But that was normal. That was normal back then. Where it's like eh, this is just you know you got to break them in. So that see I should tell you right there. Uh, that's, that's a terrible shoe. We were always taught back in the day that you don't wear like brand new shoes, you know, for for a game. I mean, you got like you said, you got to break them in. You got to do some practices with them, or you know, wear them around the house or the building or whatever. You're saying every game, you know, later on in your Bulls days, that you're wearing a, a new pair of shoes for playoff games. That doesn't seem right, man. I mean, I, I that seems like blister city to me. That that's what used to happen to me. You know, new shoes, blisters. Well, that explains to you why now so many guys have bad feet. Yeah, there you go. Comes back because, to that. Uh, that. That's that's what you did. You know, she was because uh, um, you know you're sweating like a horse, <laughs> and like you know, like I said, uh, you know the collisions were 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 many back in those days, and they, and they were good collisions. So. Um, you know, that's what that's what you did. You didn't. Uh, that was normal. So, um, yeah, yeah. Shoes now are just are much better. Guys wear some guys wear low tops, which which I don't understand. Yeah, I mean, that's just uh, asking. Uh, you know, that's bad news for the ankles. Yeah, and and, and what I find to be humorous, and you should too, is when a guy is running down the floor. And his shoe flies off. Yeah, right. What the hell happens? I've never had my shoe fly off in the middle of the game. My shoes were laced too tight to fly off. Guys, now the shoes fly off in the middle of the game. Well, I saw a guy at a college uh, game a few nights ago where the guy actually shoe came off and he got the ball back in the backcourt and he shot. He made a bucket with one shoe uh, in his left hand and the ball he shot with his right hand. Count the bucket. Yeah. How, how does that happen? Yeah. How does your shoe come up during the course of a game? Now, there's something wrong with that. <laughs> I mean, you you you, you got to wear at least three-quarter high shoe. You can't wear a low-top shoe during the course well, of a hey, game. But- you know how it is. It's these youngsters. You know, these days, come on. He's, you know how it is. I don't know. So speaking of which, I mean, what's going on here with the scoring barrage? I mean, another 50-point game from these guys, you know, last night. And again, we saw, you know, a 60, a couple 60s. I mean, it's ridiculous. Dump truck, where, where's that scoring list that, that we had up last week? I, we got to even update it right now. I mean, what the heck's going on here, man? Is it just too much individualism? I mean, what's going on here? And I know it's the three fest, but you got to, are you getting sick and tired of seeing, you know, night after night? This guy's got 54. He's got 56. Oh, this guy's got over 60. All right. He's got 48. He's got 49. What's up with this? Um, I am very confused by that. Where's where's uh, uh, um, where's 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 Bruce Bowen? Where's he at? Bruce Bowen, yeah. I mean, he he would, he would be uh, he wouldn't put up many shots, would he? No, but he, he played deep. Somebody. Yeah. Right. Where's you know when we we play the Bulls, Bulls were known that their defender. Now think about this during the course of the game. 
Nobody, not in our league now, nobody's responsible for anybody. And they used to, to start the game, they used to talk about matchups. Like this guy's guarding Curry, this guy's guarding uh, uh, whoever. This guy's this 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 guy's darn Luca. Nobody's responsible for anybody. No, not at all. It, it's just I a mean, three we, fest and a free fest. Yeah, and it's 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 nightmarish. There's no backcourt pickup. So if I've got Curry throwing the ball before, when you double him, uh, at least take the ball out of his hands so he doesn't initiate the offense. Uh, that that take too uh, much uh, effort. I think that, that's way too much effort. It's just it's just the changing of the guard yeah. to where what's what's acceptable. And hey, you know, if a guy's got a game going, when you double him and take the ball out of his hands, especially late in the game, uh, guy's got fifty points. Uh, we already know he's got to go on. Go get him. Hmm. Um. What's going on? You know, teams can zone if they want. They do it every now and then, which uh, I'm always uh, like, wow, they're they're like zoning. They're actually like trying to guard stop. Yeah, but, but, uh, but how many of these guys really know how to play a zone? And these coaches are teaching a zone. I don't see a whole bunch of practice time, especially at this stage of the year, where I mean, we see guys in a zone, but it's not an effective zone. I mean, especially you know, zone in the NBA. I mean, again, you know. If you're playing a sloppy two-three zone, you're just open to the outside shot, especially the three there. I mean, I don't, I don't see any decent zones out there. I mean, you're right. Let me see somebody lock up man to man. Let me see some good man and ball, you know, placement. Let me see some good help defense. We don't see it. You know, maybe we see a little bit of it, you know, during the the postseason. But are you noticing that you just you're seeing a totally different defensive approach from regular season? to postseason, which you never used to see. But I think that's why we're seeing these astronomical scores and teams scoring, you know, in the 130s and 140s, and we're seeing this nonsense. And then, you know, come playoff time, they do, you know, clamp it down a little bit. Hey, it's like an NBA All-Star game. Okay, well, we're going to play defense for the last two or three minutes. I mean, it's nonsense. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying that, you know, during the course of the game, maybe teams aren't shooting the ball well. They're they're not. So then now you can play them maybe straight up. Maybe now you can give them uh, uh, three point shots. But but my point is that, and 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 you know this is that you have an opportunity to do one of two things. You're either going to protect the paint, and I'm going to give up three point shots, or you're going to give up. You're going to challenge the three point shots, and then challenge them to attack the basket. So now they're giving up everything. They give up threes. They give up attacks to the basket, score, and they give up free throws. So um, in that case, what you should be upset about is that in the third quarter, the game is basically over where teams teams are scoring 70 points, 75 points, in the first half, which is incredible. I don't know if I've ever been at a 70-point half in 16 years. I did that back in 30 years. 70 points and a half and give up 140 points. Do you know how hard that is to score? Oh, no, it's insane. 140 no. points? Yeah, I know. So, 
Um, that's just what we are right now. We're just, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a different game. My youngest son, James, who always teases me about, hey, you're just an old dude. Uh, stop complaining. Stop bitching. Um, but that's what's acceptable now. Layups, dunks are acceptable. Giving up three point shots, acceptable. Uh, it's just, it's just what it is. So, uh, as 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 a fan, I don't know how to react to it. Um, you know, you always want to be. I mean, the competitors, you got to give them credit because they want to be positive on the absurd plays where guys drive to the basket, nobody there. There's there's no. Whatever happened to Matumbo? Whatever happened to Tree Rollins? Right there, you go. Yeah. Those guys are gone. Yeah, these guys are gone. You got no basket protectors, so um, it is what it is. So we're just going to have to live with the fact that uh, um, the league now is is an offensive league, and basically you're trying to just outscore your opponent. So uh, I don't I don't know what to make out of it. Listen, um, listen to these scores here. Listen to these scores and, and who they are. Okay. I mean, back in the day, okay. You, Michael would go, would, would go off and he'd go for 50 or go for 63 or something like that. And then before, you know, the g- generation before Pete Maravich would probably go over 40 on, on, on a nightly basis. All right. Bernard King, your good friend and one of my all time favorites, right? We'd see Bernard light it up for 40 or 50 or whatever. But listen to this. This is just this year. All right. We're not even halfway through it. NBA season this season. All right. Donovan Mitchell, 71. Luka Donich, 60. Joel Embiid. Do you ever think we'd say Joel Embiid in the same sentence as 59 points? That's what he had against the Jazz, all right? He had 59, and their team, the Sixers, scored 105. Devin Booker, 58. Giannis, 55. Anthony Davis, 55. Anthony Davis, 55, really? What, is he shooting threes now, too? I mean, come on. Clay Thompson, 54. Okay. Embiid again with 53. Pascal Siakam, 52. Are you kidding me? Is he out there by himself? Siakam's a part time player. And then we got Booker again with 51. Luca with a 51. Darius Garland, 51. Jason Tatum with 51. And then we get to Steph at, at 50 and Damian Lillard at 50. Unbelievable! I've never seen yeah. names like that, but just the amount of guys that are scoring fifty or more. Yeah, well, when say but you had, you had Donovan Mitchell, what seventy one? Yeah, seventy one, seventy one points. Yeah. So don't you think you go get him? He's 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 he's, he's got it going. <laughs> he scored half of his team's points. They beat they beat the Bulls one forty five to one thirty four. Yeah, he's he's got it going, guys. Maybe maybe we should double him. <laughs> you know, he's got he's got he's got uh, he's got fifty five points. Let's go double him. Mm-hmm. But but no, that's that's not what the league is right now. I I don't know what to make out of it. Um, it's uh, it's 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 very amazing. But uh, but but I think more alarming are are the fact that a lot of the games you can't even watch them the, the, by the fourth quarter the game's over. <laughs> Team, teams are down by thirty points in the fourth quarter. You 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 can go home. Yeah, yeah. So it's uh it's it's just different right now. You know, I I try not to uh, judge it too harshly, but but I think the fact that you're down thirty 
in the fourth quarter, um, leads its own judgment that you, you know, you just, you, you just quit. You just quit. You didn't play. You got no chance. So, uh, I think the Lakers had a game. They won, what, like 140 to 138 over Houston. Yeah. And we know Houston is, uh, uh, one of the worst teams in the league. So it is what it is. So I, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't pretend to want to know. Um, but, uh, that is a boatload of points. Uh, I've never been in a 140 point game uh, in my life. So I, I, I don't, I don't understand it. All right, let me ask you something. Now, you you're 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 a trivia guy, right? We you like to play a little trivia. I mean, you probably spend a lot of time watching Jeopardy and game shows and all that stuff. You like to test your knowledge, don't you? I like to. I'm not uh, very good at it. All right, but, well, but, but, let's give this a shot. I tell you what, if uh, I'm going to give you a, a trivia question, and if you nail the trivia question, uh, you've got a beautiful dinner located at our favorite restaurant, one of our favorite restaurants here in Las Vegas. What do you think of that? You game for this? And you, the, you don't have to risk anything here. I'm just going to offer to to buy you dinner if you nail this trivia question. Okay, okay, go ahead. All right. Since we're talking about points in the basketball game, who has the most points in a game? Now, we're not talking about this year, just history. Most points in a game with less than 10 field goal attempts. And the number of points would be 31. 31 points with 10 field goals or less. Who holds that distinctive record? Old-time player. Pretty good one. Okay, guess it. Take a wild guess. Uh, I don't know. I t- uh, Go Pete, ahead. Take a guess. Maravich. Pete Maravich. Good. No, he's not, he's not on the list. James Harden had 29. Uh, Bohan Bogdanovich had 29. Tyler Hero had 29. Andres Nassoni, Nassoni had 30, and I'll give you a hint, he's a USF alum. Hello? Well, don't, well, don't, well, don't say me. <laughs> say, say like Quentin Daly or something like that. It's Big Bill Cartwright! There it is! It's you! You don't even know! You don't even know the record that you hold! A free dinner was on the table in your hand. All you had to do is stand up and say, it's me. Wow. This is going to go down in history as the as the, the the blown trivia question of all blown trivia questions. <laughs> a free dinner at your disposal. And you just had to say me. I mean, how could you not remember a game where someone had to bring it up where you had less than 10 field goal attempts and you had 31? You had 31 points. I mean, somebody had to say, hey, Bill, do you know that you only made seven shots that night and you had 31 with no three-pointers? That was you, man. Yeah, must have been a lot of free throws. <laughs> Here you go. Do you remember the game by any chance? I don't know. I played almost a 1,000 games, so uh, maybe that's the reason why. Well, we've talked about this before. The game where you made 19 free throws, that was the game. That was the game. There you go. I, yeah, weren't you like 19 of 20 at the line or 19 and 19, something like that? 19 for 19. Wow. Well, at that My time, man. I, 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 I shared the NBA record for a long time. Mm. But 
uh, no, I, I, I wish I could play now. I, I can get about, <laughs> by about 30 free throws right now. That's true. Right? The way the game's going on. The problem is you never touch the ball because you're a big guy. They don't throw the ball in the post to seven footers anymore. Nah, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, I, I don't know what cream would do. Yeah, right. With cream, cream, well, Shaq, I guess they wouldn't throw him the ball in there. No. Well, I mean, you know, Shaq would demand the ball. You know, he'd demand it. He'd say, give me the damn ball now. Or I'm taking my ball and yeah. going home. That's what he would have done. Hey, did you, how, how much did you ever demand the ball? Did you ever demand the ball? Do you ever go back to a huddle and tell Phil or anybody, say, listen, give me the ball. I got a sandwich on me. This guy cannot match up with me. All right, give me the damn ball. Did you ever say that? Of course, that's that's what we did. But you tell your point guard, yeah, like what what the hell are you doing? Give me the ball. This guy can't guard me. So that's what happened with B.J. Armstrong. Because when B.J. comes on the show, I mean, we cannot get him to say a bad thing about you. I mean, we can't get a debate with you. Nothing because he goes, I got to give the big fella the ball. You know, he goes, you know, can't disrespect the big fella. Is that why he loves you so much? Well, that's the understanding, though. Well, but but he knew if his guy went down, I was going to give the ball back to him. Okay, and he was going to score. So that's that's what being a team is all about. Is uh, you, you got an advantage down there, you take advantage of it. And uh, now you see if there's switching going on. Uh, rarely do they throw the ball back into the mismatch inside. It's always a mismatch outside. So. Um, it's just backwards ass thinking, and it's just it's just different type of basketball. So uh, I don't get it. They 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 do it more in college. They do it in the NBA. So, um, but there's such a lack of you know if shooting a layup is is okay now. If they make a layup, as long as they don't make a three, if somebody makes a three on you, they they may pass out. <laughs> But giving up a layup is is good. It's right. like, yeah, right. give up a layup. It's fine. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, like I said, old guys like us, uh, um, like, we don't like us? It, you mean like you? Yeah. Yeah. No, you do. <laughs> you do. You're an old guy. You you understand the closer you are in the basket, the more likely it is to score. You know, it's like, uh, you know, I, I still remember I was at USF. I, I shot sixty six percent from the field, so you wouldn't think you'd throw the ball in there. So um, now that wouldn't matter as long as I uh, um, shot a three. And don't you think it's interesting? It's like baseball. Um, everybody's got to swing for a home run, and and uh, there are no bad shots in the NBA. I can shoot a step back three and fall away, and it's, it's kind of okay. <laughs> so, so I guess I'd, I'd have to shoot threes. It doesn't matter if I made them, just the matter I shot them. Right. So it's just really, really bizarre. All right, man, before we let you go, I know that uh, you were glued in front of your television last night and you are rooting for your Dallas Cowboys. Uh, very impressive, huh? What do you think? No, it's just all about character. Character, you know, and those guys. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm really happy those guys played well and, and answered the call. So I'm not really sure. Everybody's really hyped on how good they are. I'm not sure how good they are. Yeah, right. But, uh, but 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 I do think when the game's in the line, those guys have a lot of character, and that's what sports all about. That's what uh, 
that's what watching your team's all about. That's what watching uh, um, basketball is all about. Guys step up, they make plays, uh, big games. Uh, I always love big games. Uh, ever since I was a kid, you you know you're prepared for it. last night to away bases loaded. You want to be up uh, at the end of the game. You want to be in to make a big play defensively, offensively. You've been waiting for it your whole life. So uh, you know that Cowboys game was great last night for me. Um, Let me probably I- so much not for uh, uh, you know the Tampa fans, but. Uh, it was, it was, it was fun. It's a fun game. So let me ask you, uh, you, you know, you're talking a lot of baseball here and I know you played uh, baseball growing up. Uh, could you have uh, connected on a better field, uh, uh, extra point percentage than Brett Maher last night? How'd Cart how'd Cartwright do with the extra points? Well, look, it's like anything else. It's like where this guy was, was, just off mentally, and he was uh, unfortunately probably the only person, uh, um, you know, playing for Dallas that that didn't have a good night, and it's and it's unfortunate. So uh, I'm not focused on that. You just hope this guy has recovered from that. I'm sure he has. Um, you know, nobody nobody wants to miss a shot. Nobody wants to. Drop a ground ball, you know, be a Bill Buckner, miss a ground ball. Nobody wants to miss a field goal during the playoffs. So um, it's focus. You're right. You got yeah. you, you got to lock in, man. All right. So who who you got? I mean, this is are you conflicted? You got Cowboys at San Francisco, your hometown. No, there we go. No, I'm, I'm I'm not conflicted. It's <laughs> uh, it is what it is. The best team's going to win. San Francisco uh, Niners will win. You're right. Niners will win. Yeah, Niners have a chance, but the Cowboys, you know, this is this is the problem with the Cowboys is that the Cowboys probably have a better chance of winning on the road than they do at home. So it's they're they're, they're a really bizarre team. You can't tell me that the Cowboys are not going to win the game because you have no idea who's going to show up. Those guys. Those guys are talented. They can they can blow the Niners out, or they can get blown out. So, um, who are you picking, man? Just who are you picking? You know, I'm picking the Cowboys. You're picking the Cowboys. Yeah. All right, you know that. All right, yeah. but I, I can't. I can't even. Uh, we know you won't bet any, any money. But uh, is this a food wager between you and I? Yeah, we can go food wager. Okay, good. Go, there it is. Write it you down. Know. Bring it up. There it is. The seven footer has got the Cowboys. I got the Niners. All right. That'll be good. That'll be good banter, you know, in between uh, during the game. All right. You 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 love the Cowboys. I, you, I, you love, I don't like the Cowboys. No, I don't like Well, well no, of course not. And, and that's the interesting thing about the Cowboys. It really, uh, one of the reasons why I like them, because teams, teams do one or two things. They check their team to see if they won. And then they look around and they check the Cowboys score. They want to know. <laughs> this is nineteen, uh, you know, the nineteen seventies or eighties, early nineties anymore. Okay, let's remember that. All right, it's been a while well, since the, since the Cowboys why, have won why, anything. Why do the Cowboys? Why do the teams hate the Cowboys more than the team in the league? I, I, you know what I think it is. I think it's they don't like Jerry Jones, and why? Because they don't like George Steinbrenner back in the day. You know, they don't like owners who do that. But like I say, hey. Would you want to have an owner like that that's willing to spend boatloads of money to get get you the best players? Of course you would. So it makes no sense. Well, 
Well, yeah, but what you got to respect about the Cowboys is that the Cowboys look to win every year. The Cowboys are, are going to say, tell you, look, we're going to rebuild this year. We're going to struggle. The Cowboys, every single year, their intent is to win. And that's what I really respect out of those guys that, you know, they, 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 they come, they're a problem. Um, teams get up for them. Um, you know, nobody's, nobody's getting up for, you know, to play, you know, like, like even the Giants are playing great this year. So, uh, but uh, for the most part, I mean, you know, nobody's really, nobody really cares if the Giants win. But, but they do if the Cowboys lose. They really care. Uh, boy. So okay, man. It's, uh, it's, it's it's really unbelievable. So yeah, that's why I really like those guys. Those guys are always a controversy every single year, every game, every single game. For for and for some reason, everybody talks about Dak. Everything Dak, Dak. I guess Dak plays defense. He plays he's special teams. He's field goals because it's 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 all about that. But what showed up last game was the Cowboys defense showed up, which wins championships, just like the Bears, just like every team. There you go, Got man. great defense. Uh, Tom Brady, talk about Tom Brady. Well, Tom Brady in New England, great defense. Nobody talks about the defense. The defense, best defense in the league. Tom Brady, because Tom Brady's playing defense too. So. Um, Best team is gonna win. That's all I'm gonna say. And, so and, and, that, and that'll we'll be see, we'll that'll be the happens. Niners. There we go. We'll see. We got a, we got wager. We got a food bet. There you go. All now right, brother. I got the Niners. I got the, okay. Yeah. Now, is, this, is this is this the only team you like? I, I'm not really sure. I'm not really sure who you're a fan of. That's the that's the other part. You know who I'm my really hey? I will tell you. You know who my favorite team is right now? My favorite team right now is the Dallas yeah. Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys. Why? Because they covered for me last night. That's right. The oh last team that I go to the cashier with, that's my oh favorite my team. That's how we do it in Vegas. That's how it is. Next week, you know who it's going to be? It's going to be Buffalo. All right, we'll see. Who's playing oh Saturday? Lord. Oh, it's going to be Kansas City on Saturday. I, I love the Chiefs. Oh, then you taught me after that game? Oh, then it'll be the Eagles. Oh, yeah, then we roll around to Sunday. It's like, oh, it'll be Buffalo in the morning. And then when I talk to you, Sunday afternoon, Sunday night, it'll be the 49ers. Because it's that's who I'll have. There you go. And I'll be and for free. That because, is that because they're, they're, because you like them or they cover the spread? Well, cover the spread, of course. That's where the oh, money's at. Lord. That's what it's all about. Lord. Yeah. Is that what, is that what being a fan is like right now? That's, yeah. It's, it. All right. You've, you've worn out your welcome here. Okay. Uh, time for dinner. Go, go get some dinner there in Chicago. Go to Froggy's. Hey, we got to go. Let me. Let me let me let me ask you a question. Are you are you good? who's who's going to win the All Star game? Do you guys have uh, a spread on that? Of course, there's a spread on that, but that's that's nonsense. They just look what at- is your major malfunction, nuts? <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, seven footer. We'll talk to you later. All right. Adios, guys. There he is, my man. I thought that would never end. Unbelievable. More terrible Tuesday. All right, let me put some water on your balls. More from the master debater. The doctor, T.C. Martin. You'll never know what comes out of this guy's mouth. It's Terrible Tuesday. That's terrible. Things
gone wrong in the sporting world. That's a terrible idea. I want to know what the hell he's smoking. Something stinks in here. That's terrible. <laughs> it's Terrible Tuesday. Things gone wrong in the sporting world. All right, we talked some NFL first hour. Let's go back to the NFL here again. As much as we love watching football, there are things that get pretty annoying. And one thing is I'm tired of watching the play clock expiring. Expired! 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 That's like the ants. That's a little bit later. But yes, the play clock expiring without any consequences. The play clock hits zero. And what do we do? We wait for a flag. And then after about two seconds, it comes in sometimes. And when it does, we find out it's not a penalty. Why? Well, because the referee says the offense wants a timeout. And then we get the call for a timeout before it hits zero. Even better, we call it once we get under five seconds. You know, get under five seconds if you want to call a timeout. These coaches are sitting on the sideline and they wait till two, one, zero. Oh, it expired. Timeout. And they're granted a timeout. I don't get it. The officials continue to bail out these teams. And why isn't this a penalty? Why? You saw an official throw the flag, right? I mean, if you throw a flag, you don't need to look over to the coach and say, oh, uh, do you want a timeout instead? But this is what's happening. Play clock reaches zero. And there's no flag. And the play, they let it play on. Or the play gets off, and then they come back and they say, oh, there is a flag on the field. Oh, by the way, there's not a flag because uh, we now granting the coach a timeout because he called timeout before we threw the flag, before it hit zero. That's baloney. It doesn't. And we are now hearing announcers say, and we've even heard you know, Gene Stetsator and the other you know, replay officials that are in charge, they say, well, they'll give you like that extra second. Why? Zero should mean zero, right? If the play clock expires, the play clock expires. This is what I don't understand. And then you drop a flag, and then we say it's a timeout. Here's the thing. It's either a penalty or it's not. It's not an either-or situation. You do not get a choice of the matter. Oh, do you want a timeout or, or do you want us to march off five yards? No. It's sickening. Now, too many times... We have flags thrown on holding penalties or pass interferences or just about anything, right? And then the ref says, what? Oh, there's no penalty. They'll sit there and conference up with each other, and then they'll say, there is no penalty on that. So they pick up the flag. Well, my question is, why did the referee throw the flag in the first place? Why? Why did they throw a flag? It's either a penalty or it's not a penalty. If you went to the trouble of throwing a flag, then you have to believe that there's an infraction on the player that you threw it on, right? And then what do we get? We get the other officials that come on over and want to try to talk the official that threw the flag out of it. Are you sure about that? Are you sure you really want to do that? Well, I don't know, because that really didn't look like a penalty from my vantage point. Well, I threw the flag. I don't know. Hey, let's bring the head head official in here. Let's bring the referee in here. What do you think? And how many times we say... Uh, there's no flag on the play. What are you talking about? We saw the flag. We know there's a flag on the play. 
If you're not 100% sure, then don't throw it. And why can't the head of officials get with these guys at the beginning of the season and make that a point of emphasis? Instead of, hey, we're going to watch defensive holding or we're going to watch, you know, illegal man downfield. We're going to watch that's going to be our point of emphasis this year. How about don't throw a flag unless you're 100% sure it's a penalty? And plus, you know what it does? It slows the game down. It makes me sick. Terrible. (laughs) Coaching blunders. How about this? Okay, we're watching the Giants-Vikings game. Minnesota has the ball on its own 26-yard line. It's second and nine. All right? Brian Dable, the coach of the Giants, declines a holding penalty on the Vikings. So instead of having it, it's second and 19 from the 16-yard line. He declines and says... No, I'd rather have third and nine. What? Why would you rather have third and nine, especially when you're backing the opponent up in the territory and you could have second and 19? What? It happened. It happened on Sunday. Um, What happens? Kirk Cousin, back to pass, finds Hawkinson, first down, keeps the drive alive. Later on in that drive, what happens? Vikings touchdown. Insane. What are you thinking of declining that penalty? Like I said, it pushes the opponent back further, and you got second and 19. Doesn't make any sense. Easy decision. Smart decision. But a simple, easy decision that you should make. Same game. Okay, this time, other sideline. It's Kevin O'Connell. Minnesota's got the ball. Third and one. What's he call? Dalvin Cook up the middle. Sweep? No. Call a trick play. Where he has the running back throw the ball in the flat to who? Kirk Cousins, your quarterback. Wrong move. Lose yardage. Vikings got a punt. So what happens after they punt? Giants get a touchdown. The stupidity of these guys, and nobody calls them out on it. Miami Buffalo, same thing. Goofball McDaniel, all right? Been talking about Goofball McDaniel, right? No, not the one here. Goofball Mike McDaniel, coach of the Dolphins, uses all of his timeouts on offense. Why? Well, because they can't get a playoff. Not once, not times, not two times, but three times the Lady Lionel Richie and the Commodores. Three times they can't get the playoff because they can't get the play-in on the sideline. What the heck is this goofball Mike McDaniel doing? Is he playing with his erector set? What is he doing? Coming up with a new formula on the sideline? Is he trying to figure out a new science experiment? I don't get it. Costing his team possessions, costing his team the game. Same game, other sideline. Sean McDermott uses all of his timeouts on defense. Did you see this on Sunday? Why? Oh, because he wants to align his defense at the very last second and call a timeout. And of course, what happened on two of the plays? The play clock didn't go off, and they played the play. And what happened? The refs let the thing go. He gets a timeout. What happens? Oh, Buffalo holds on third down. Fourth down, same thing happens. Buffalo holds. Doesn't count. You know why? Oh, play already went off. Before the play got off, Buffalo coach called timeout. What are we doing here? This delay, delay, delay. I mean, it is getting ridiculous on what is happening with these coaches. McDermott, O'Connell. Dabble. I mean, it just, it dabble. I mean, it's ridiculous. And then in the goofball science experiment guy with Miami, McDaniel, 
Ref comes back and says, ah, Buffalo called a timeout. Insane. No business these guys have doing this. And sometimes I wonder, should these guys even be head coaches? I mean, again, who's doing this? These first, second, third-year head coaches who are still in their 30s. Hire some coaches with experience. Plain and simple. Terrible. Just terrible. And that was a terrible game all the way around. It was bad defense. Penalties. Turnovers. We saw that uh, Josh Allen got sacked seven times. Pathetic coaching in that game. Hey, if Buffalo doesn't get it together, it's going to be an early extra for them against Cincinnati this week or Kansas City next week. All right. Worse than that, the commercials. That I have to endure these commercials week in and week out. Now, why is this a problem now? Well, it's always kind of been a problem for me, but I can escape it. But I can't escape it now. You know why? Because we're at the playoffs right now, which means these are standalone games there's no other game on. I can't change the channel. I mean, what am I going to do? Am I going to change the channel to spike ball? I can't do it. No, I can't. So I got to hang with it, and I got to hang with these commercials, and they're getting to me. I'm stuck watching the commercials now in playoff time. I have to endure Lily from AT&T. I got to endure Cam. Keep turning the sign around over and over again. Oh, and Cam's out of breath. Well, I'm out of breath. It's ridiculous. Then I have to listen to that damn Liberty Mutual jingle. And if I see those birds eating pies one more time, I'm going to lose it. And that jingle with Liberty Bell. I'd like to thank our sponsor, Liberty Mutual. They customize your car insurance so you only pay for what you need. And by switching, you could even save $652. Thank you, Liberty Mutual. Now, contestants ready? Contestants are eating a pie and birds are flying. And then I got to listen to this crap at the end of it? For what you need. What? No. 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 No more with that. No, I said. I'm sick of it. I'd rather listen to that than the stupid emo thing. Have you heard that garbage? I mean,. Okay, I can tolerate that. No, 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 no. That's what I'm talking about. I don't want this. I don't want it. What is an emo? What is it? And who in the hell is Doug? It's a bird. It's a bird. Why is a bird in a in, in a insurance commercial? Doug. Okay. That's and it. Doug. See, this is the stuff that irritates me, and it's in my brain all the way when the game rejoins, and I'm falling asleep at night. I can't tolerate it. And then I've got to look at some idiot crying over a dead lizard? What the hell is this that I'm watching now? The new iPhone commercial? Is a lizard dead? First of all, I didn't know lizards were like cats and they had nine lives. And this lizard comes up and he jumps up to this derelict it's like, again, a science experiment? I don't understand it. Oh, he, he unsent a med- He's He sent a message and the iPhone message is, hey, you can unsend messages now. So the lizard was dead, but he's alive. So I can unsend it because he's what sending his friend a message that the lizard's dead. Is, is, am I getting that's, this right? That's what happened. And that's going to sell phones. Kind of like the idea about unsending messages, I guess. But unbelievable, yeah. So then I got to listen to that stupid Coke Zero voice in some techno music that's pumping away. They're trying to be at a nightclub at fake stuff. And then I got to get that voice at the end of this stupid commercial. 
I need to try this. Try it first. I need to try it first. You need to try. Come on, man. Please. Enough of that. All right. But the worst. We know what the all-time worst is. The worst is that damn Burger King song. And they must be paying a ton of money for this, too, because it's on all networks. It's everywhere. Every game. Every channel. And it's terrible. Whopper, 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 Junior, Double, Triple. I didn't say I wanted to hear it. Perfect toppers. I rule this day. This is embedded in my brain. And I'm not the only one that feels this way. I don't want that impossible. What is this? I mean, what happened to the original song? It's a jingle. It, this is, you know, what the sad thing is, this is from like the 70s. Yeah, well, it's a spin-off, right? And they just right? brought it back. Yeah, yeah. But did you see it during the Hamlin situation? Yes. Now, see, this is what upset me, and I wanted to do this last week. So when we're watching the game with the Bengals and the Bills and DeMar Hamlin goes down, remember I was talking about part of the Terrible Tuesday two weeks ago that the ESPN was just befuddled on what to do, and they kept going back to the studio. They went to Lisa Salters for an update on DeMar Hamlin. I mean, this is a life-or-death situation, and this is what happened on ESPN. Uh, is DeMar Hamlin and his family, and we just can't say it enough that we hope that he's okay. Chicken, 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 chicken. That's what happened. Exactly. That's what happened. It goes immediately, chicken, chicken, chicken. This guy could be dying. And Lisa Salters tries to be serious, and we get that nonsense. That thing is barred for life. Don't ever play that on the show again. It's bars. See, you just like messing with sauce. And what is with GMC? GMC promoting. Have you seen this? A hands-free driving. What? You don't have to have your hands on the wheel? This is what we're promoting right now? What is this? Seriously. I mean, how's that going to go over in a driver's uh, uh, ed class, huh? How's that going to go over for a 16-year-old taking his driver's test? All right. Oh, hey, TV said I could drive a car like a roller coaster or like a cell phone. Hands free, right? Hey, what happened? Well, that's a good song, though, at least. I mean, they put that in there. Little Queen. Should ride Queen out today. But what happened at 10 o'clock and 2 o'clock, right? Hands on the wheels. I can't take it anymore. The nonsense with these commercials. They are promoting driving your car with your hands on your lap or hands somewhere else or eating or whatever. What happened here? What the heck's going on? My terrible Tuesday takes. You got some? Hit me at TC Martin 21. Unbelievable. (sighs) See, I get fired up. The TV commercials. And can you imagine that what we're going to get during Super Bowl when all the new commercials come out? I don't know. Uh, but some some I like, okay? To be fair, especially with good s- soundtracks and good songs selected. All right. I want to thank Steve Tasker for joining us today, the former Buffalo Bill, uh, talking about the Bills and the Bengals this weekend. Will they get it together? Also, the big seven-footer, Big Bill Cartwright, for joining us as well, too. Miss any part of the show, go to the website, tcmartinshow.com. And tomorrow, we're back at it as well. Steve Berline will join us. As we continue on handicapping the divisional round of the NFL playoffs, that and a whole lot more coming your way on tomorrow's edition. We will see you tomorrow at 2. Waving your banner all over the place. We will.